All right, how we doing, everybody? It is 9-27-19. I'm your host, Will Reddington, and welcome to another episode of Red Talk. Austin Bickett and Dylan Bickle are back today for our weekly Parlay Pal segment. We give our picks and takes on all of this weekend's college football and NFL action. We also get into some Melvin Gordon returning talk, as well as the Antonio Brown news that just doesn't stop. Before we do, our show is brought to you by O'Shea's Irish Pub. This may be... Seriously, guys, the most popular bar to spend a Saturday night at in the city of Louisville right now. Come early, stay late, ride the wave, 956 Baxter Avenue in the Highlands. All right, let's get it going. All right, Austin, Dylan, great to have you all back. How are we doing? Fantastic. How are you? Doing well. Good. Austin? Great. How are you again? Doing well. Same as a few seconds ago. Parlay pal time. Let's mess around and have a good week. Let's start with college. Austin, what's the game to watch this weekend? A uh, game to watch for me is the game day game, Ohio State at Nebraska. Nebraska wants to be back so bad, and they've been trying to get back for about, what, our whole lives now? Haven't really played a meaningful since like Eric Crouch, yeah. Yeah, haven't played a meaningful primetime game there, and whatever feels like forever. Uh, that stadium holds ninety thousand people. That's uh, pretty wild. Nebraska, yeah. Wow. They also sold out an NCAA record three hundred seventy straight games. Oh my god! And when their when their stadium wild stat here, when their stadium is fully packed, it would be the third largest city in Nebraska, just their stadium. What? Yeah. So uh, the crowds gonna be going crazy, but. I don't know. I still think Ohio State gets it done. That's cool. There aren't many good games this week, and that environment's going to be nuts. I'm really looking forward to this game way more because it's at Nebraska. If it was Definitely. at Ohio State, I really probably wouldn't care. And it would be like a 27-point yeah, spread if it was like at Ohio right State. At 17. I think that's that's fair. That's Ohio State's magic number, as Pat pointed yeah. out on Tuesday's show. But I'd like to see Nebraska at least keep this game close. The crowd's going to be going crazy I, for sure. you got to sure. think like it's going to depend a lot on like if that first drive. If they're able to stop Ohio State, I think you know the crowd's going to get into it and they're going to be going crazy. But Ohio State started pretty pretty quick for the most part, besides the last week, but they still won by 70. <laughs> if, if they just walk down the field besides and score week. immediately, that's just going to crush that crowd, and it's going to go pretty quiet pretty quick. Yeah, definitely. I'm all over Ohio State first half this week, minus 10. They went down 5 nothing and won 70-5. So if there was one thing they tried to fix this week at practice, it's how they start because they obviously finished pretty well. That's going to be maybe not a great game, but there just aren't a lot of great games this weekend. Dylan, what would you like this week? I think the USC uh, and Washington game is going to be pretty good. Uh, USC played really well against Utah, pulled out a big win, and Washington's looked strong outside of the California game. Jacob Eason's kind of surprised me. He's been awesome this season, and USC has played three quarterbacks this year. Uh, so obviously I'd give the edge to Washington. But I do think it's going to be a lot closer than that 10.5 says right now. Gotcha. I have Washington USC as well. This is 3.30. This is probably the best game of the day. There's only two ranked matchups, Virginia and Notre Dame as well, which I really like Notre Dame and a couple of teasers in. We'll get to that later. But USC-Washington is a decent game. There's just not a lot going on this weekend. Dylan, I mean, Louisville LSU's on by. The Cats play South Carolina. No top 10 flair like last week. Not a great weekend to watch college football. But if you are watching it, Washington, USC, and Ohio State, Nebraska is where your eyes need to be. Sucker line of the week. You guys have one, college? I got one. I'm going to go with Penn State minus 6.5 at Maryland. Maryland did not look very good in their last game against Temple. Pat 
called that, so shout out to him. Yep, and then uh, Temple got throttled by Buffalo. Yeah, not a great look at all. Yeah. But, I mean, the, two weeks before that, they blew up the scoreboard against Syracuse, and who was it? Some awful team. Uh, they think they scored 79 points on them. But, anyways, Penn State's coming in ranked 12th in the country. But I think Maryland sticks with them just about the whole game. Friday night in College Park, it's not going to be an easy place to go into and win. Penn State has not been impressive. No, not really. Not really. Uh, Definitely don't think they're the number 12 team in the country. But I like the Terrapins to keep this one close. And I wouldn't be surprised to see them win. It would be nice to see that number get up to 7, though. It does seem free, though, when you see that 12 next to Penn State and you consider what Maryland did just last week against a MAC team. I like it. Austin, what do you have? I'm staying on Friday night as well. I got Cal minus four and a half, suckered bet of the week. People will see that top 15 ranking, which is nuts, next to Cal. Uh, them also being at home, Arizona State lost last week into Colorado. But I just, I'm just i not sold on this Cal team. Their defense is good, but they haven't really played at high-powered offense. Not that Arizona State is a high-powered offense. But Arizona State's defense is pretty good, too. Arizona State's like the opposite of a high-powered offense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. But like I, so I think this is going to be a low-scoring defensive battle, which means it's going to be a close game. Yeah. And Arizona State has a pretty good defense as well. I mean, three of the four games they've allowed exactly seven points, and one of those is Michigan State, who also obviously does not have a high-powered offense by any means. But It looked decent last week, burned yeah. us. Going east to East Lansing and holding them to seven and getting the win, I mean, Arizona State's not horrible. That is impressive. And Cal got a big road win this weekend against Ole Miss. Ole Miss coming east. Really Ole Miss was bad. favored in that game. Yeah. I mean, I Ole fell Miss that. is about to get murdered They're getting like, this week. What, yeah. like from Alabama? Yeah. 37. It's, Thirty-seven it's from Alabama. Um, also, this is a Pac-12 after dark game, so it's going to get weird. Pac-12 after dark yeah. game. It got real weird last. Have you guys already talked about that? <sighs> yeah, we talked I about mean, that on uh, Tuesday. I, we're going to get to it. Super weird yeah, after dark. It, it gets weird after dark. Uh, Austin, your team does play this weekend. Mine and Dylan's do not. UK plus three at South Carolina. Give me your thoughts. I mean, I was so confident last week that we would cover six and a half at Mississippi State, and then they looked horrible. The Sawyer yeah, I Smith. told you that you wouldn't. I mean, I know you had the, your only reason was that Cash Daniel video, and we suspended him for the first it's quarter. The only reason I needed. We're a stand-up program. We suspended him for one quarter. <laughs> uh, the Sawyer pick six killed us. First drive, we were moving the ball, and then it's 7-0 Mississippi State, just like that. Our kicker can't hit a field goal from 25 yards out. He's not playing, so love our chances even more. He's not love your, no, he's love a, your chances. You don't think they're poor? <laughs> no, with him on the sidelines, I like our chances to not be as poor because he is the worst kicker in NCAA history. But this is South Carolina. The Cats own South Carolina somehow. Even when the Cats were horrible, we were beating South Carolina for some reason. Very true. We've won five in a row. Uh, South Carolina is also not great. They're also on their backup quarterback. They're one and three. Their only win is over a Charleston Southern team who has not won a game yet. This game is going to be ugly. Probably take the under, I guess. But yeah, UK's. I like to think the Cats will pull it out. They, the Kentucky, has to win this game if they want any chance at a successful season. Yeah, UK's lost two straight to Florida and Mississippi State, which are games that you look at before the season and you can easily envision yourself losing those games, as well as maybe winning one of them. You should have beat Florida. We can admit that to each other. And Mississippi State, they they pulled away. They played a better game. But, I mean, this is a must-win, right? Kentucky's game plan against Mississippi State was just insane. I mean, Sawyer Smith threw the ball 41 times, and we <laughs> our strength of our team is running the ball. We have three really good running backs. Yeah, that uh, number 10. Rose. Rose. Rose, Rose and 10, Smoke Rose both tough. Probably two of the best players on our team, and we would not give them the ball for some reason. Yeah. Sawyer Smith was 15 of 41. That's not going to beat. That is terrible. That's not going to beat most teams in the country. Didn't look that good, for sure. I know sure. At the, at those stats are probably skewed because we were down most of the game, and we were trying to play catch up but there's no reason that he should throw the ball 41 times when we have the running game that we do yeah i like charles white uniforms though white helmets yeah, we classic look, cats look we look good out there until 
the end of the first quarter. Yeah, until like the game. Yeah, until the game started. The, yeah. the thing with that, it, it is a weird line though, which which bothers me a little bit. We thought the Mississippi State line was a little bit off, and it ended up going in Mississippi State's favor. I don't. I mean, I don't think by any means that South Carolina should beat Kentucky, but like. Why are the lines the way that they have been? Like, what is the reasoning behind that? Kentucky's clearly got more talent. It might come down to that game planning thing. I mean, I've said every time that we talked about Kentucky, I said they need to be a team that just relies completely on the run and throws the ball maybe 20 times a game, and they have yet to do that. I love UK here. I love UK plus three. I'm going to be all over them Saturday, but I do think there is something to be said for South Carolina probably not winning a meaningful football game now in years, and they do have an opportunity to get a win at home against an SEC team who's supposed to make a bowl game. It, it probably just doesn't happen a lot. I mean, their program's been really down. Like Austin said, UK beats them every single year. That's got to be a terrible mental space to be at, but... They're the only one that we can uh, – the only SEC team that we just consistently beat. Well, they don't – I mean, they, they get dominated by you all. They might be due, but I do love UK <laughs> here. Dylan, you weren't on Tuesday's show. Louisville had a wild ride against Florida State. By week, this week, what's your opinion on where UofL is at right now? I mean, it was such a, like, flip-flop kind of game. You know, get down 21 nothing. I'm watching the game with Austin and a couple of guys, and, I mean, I'm – so pissed. Yeah, morale's just going low. crazy. And then we start coming back, and you know, me and Austin are chest bumping. We're running around the pool yeah, screaming. Going nuts, and everything looks good. Malik's throwing the ball down the field. I've noticed Malik can actually throw the football. It's just that he has to make the decision quickly. If he doesn't make the decision quickly, he panics. Yeah, we blocked a lot better in the second half, too. So yeah. that helped his timing and that whole, I'm going to put my head down and get sacked. And then, man, I mean... Such a crushing, two crushing blows, really. The blitz where the safety and the corner got mixed up who was supposed to go, and they both went. Really, you'd rather none of them go <laughs> instead yeah. of them both go and leave that guy wide open. You shouldn't run an engage aid on Madden if the team hasn't scored on you in a few quarters. Yeah, and then the, the interception. I mean, it was so far over Keon's head. It was very... Very deflating. Um, yeah, and and then, obviously, the roughing the kicker. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was zero chance. I wrote about that for the Big Red Louis this week. It's those three plays. you know. And, and Notre Dame, we obviously ended up losing by 18, but you can date that loss back to just a few plays where you're like, man, if this goes different, we might get some points on this drive. We mm-hmm. fumbled here. Same thing, and I think that's a good spot for Louisville to be. If we can pinpoint, hey, if these three plays don't happen, we can win a game. I think that's yeah. a major improvement because last year we needed like 60 plays to yeah. go different to win some of the games we and were it, in. It looks like Malik, fingers crossed, will be ready to go Saturday. I Juwan, saw Evan Conley's been practicing, like mm-hmm. getting the first team reps, yep. but so it's about Ju- Jawan is out still, just kind of nursing the turf toe. And then Malik got not cart. I mean, he did get carted off, but it was just like a sprained ankle, so he yeah. should be good. I really still think Jawan is the way to go. Um, we need to be at running our best, the ball man. Saturday yep. against Boston College. We need that, to put the best team out there. That's got to be a win. That's got to be a win. They aren't looking good, um, but I mean, so far I like what I see. You know, it's it's hard to really complain too much after what we saw last season versus this season. So we'll see. Just yeah, constant a, improvements I'll ask for. Definitely. It's just a weird spot to be in because we were at a point where you're like so happy that we're in the game and then you're so disappointed that we blew it. I mean, there's no other way to word it. Like yeah. absolutely blew that yeah, game. Yeah, could not have been worse there. The cards being up three in the fourth quarter and finding a way not to cover that game. I mean, everything had to go wrong and it did. Please don't talk about that. They <laughs> they can be up whatever on Florida State wherever. But Florida it's just State like is gonna find it, a way it was just mental stuff. Like, yeah. yeah. 
Any, Although the, the interception's obviously physical. But also, yeah. anytime Florida State wanted four yards, they just turned around and handed it off. Cam Akers. Guy's incredible. Unbelievable. And they looked so much better with Hornybrook at quarterback, yeah. which we're about to get into. Let's get into our picks. Three picks apiece. Austin, go um, on. Number one, we kind of teased it earlier with Ole Miss. I'm laying the points here. Alabama minus 37. <laughs> Last year's score sixty two to seven. That sucks to watch. It sucks I don't, to watch. I mean, I'm not trying to much. I'm not trying to enjoy the game. I'm trying to give out some winners here. So sixty two to seven last year in this game. If you remember Ole Miss scored on the first play of the game, seven oh. Crowd's going crazy. Didn't score the rest of the game. Sixty two seven. That's ridiculous. Uh, Cal, who we talked about being a defensive team, just scored twenty eight on this Ole Miss defense. I mean, Ole Miss is a starting quarterback, probably isn't gonna play in this game. Bam had forty nine points at halftime last year. 66 to 3 last time they played in Bama. So their last two matchups are 128 to 10 overall. I mean, how does Bama not beat this team by 50? That's fair. And you <laughs> you feel like Bama sometimes takes their foot off the gas, but they usually don't against Ole Miss. Did? Like it is not sweet between Yeah, cuz Ole Miss beat them like two years in a row. So that was the only team that they Was that Bo Wallace? Right? Yeah, Bo Wallace is one of them. I think it might have been both of them. But yeah. um did you see the video of the Alabama receivers playing rock paper scissors to see who gets to run, run which route? I did not like if they're. I mean, yeah, they were. Is it also similar to Dak Prescott saying he's going to get spicy chicken nuggets on the way home? Basically, in the sense of they know they're going to win the game and they're just messing around and they're having fun. They also, play rock paper scissors and see who gets the score, pretty much. Ole Miss only scored ten points against Memphis this season. Like that's not a good sign at all because Memphis's defense has not been good in many years. Typically not good. Let's learn something about Memphis tonight against Navy. You know we're tuned in. We got three TVs. Uh, Dylan, what's your first pick? So advice for all gamblers: let's keep rolling with the Badgers. Let's keep rolling with Wisconsin until somebody competes. Really, I mean Northwestern's offense is the worst offense that I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> we know now. Austin said it was Michigan State last week, and it's it's, it's Northwestern. Yeah, and it might not be close. Yeah, um, it's not close. Lewerke shredded them. <laughs> and, and, and I mean Northwestern's going up against a team that has looked about as good as anybody in the entire country. So this is going to be a very, very, very ugly game. I would say go ahead and throw your money on um, Wisconsin and do not tune in. Just know that it's you're good to go. <laughs> Unless Wisconsin only scores like 14 points, you're going to cover because Northwestern is not going to score a point on them. So what a wild guarantee from you! Don't even have to tune in and watch don't tune in. Well, so, I don't want you to tune in because I've watched Northwestern. I don't want to watch Northwestern ever two again. games, and it sucks. If I have to watch Northwestern the rest of this college football season, I'm going to be so sad. Yeah, I'm done. They're the worst team of all time. They're, they were so good last year for Northwestern. A, isn't a room with enough TVs for me to watch no. Northwestern anymore? No, give me 20 TVs. Don't put Northwestern on any yeah. of them, please. My first pick. I'm going to go Florida State. Tease with SMU. It's a simple one. Florida State's minus six and a half at home against NC State. NC State has beaten the likes of Western Carolina and Ball State, but also got dogged out by West Virginia. Florida State, I was impressed last week with them. And just at home, I think that that kind of was a same similar situation to Louisville. You win that game, you got a real shot at a bowl with this conference being down. Florida State won it. Was really impressed with Hornybrook. Cam Akers is a beast. I like them to win that game. And then SMU last week, I thought for sure TCU was going to beat them after beating Purdue like that. And SMU just beat TCU outright. Big 12 team, they're playing Charlie Strong in South Florida. At South Florida, they're minus 7.5. I'll take both those teams to just win the game. That's my first pick. Austin, what do you have for number two? Uh, going back to Friday night, going to the Penn State game, the over, 59 here. Trying to keep it simple. Maryland's averaging 54 points. Penn State's averaging 47. 
both the offenses are dangerous. It's kind of a little rivalry game. The coaches don't like each other. Uh, both these teams coming off a bye. Just won a Friday night shootout. Okay, I'm down for that. Dylan. So not many people uh, have tuned in to the Charlotte 49ers more than my friends and I. They have a great offense. I'm so tired of y'all talking about the Charlotte 49ers. And a not-so-great defense. 4-0. <laughs> they, uh, they welcome Lane Kiffin in FAU this weekend. Charlotte has went over in every game that they have played this season. And uh, I think they're going to go over 65-and-a-half. It's a big number, but I don't think anybody's stopping anybody uh, in that game. So... Both the teams love to get up and down the field, fast pace. I think it's actually going to be a pretty fun game to watch if you're that if you're bored and want to watch a couple of non-power five football teams. But yeah, I like over sixty-five and a half. Okay, a couple overs there from y'all. Kind of boring, you know. I'm not a big over/under guy. It's just understandable. Stressful to watch. I guess it's all stressful to watch though. Me and Pat talked about this one on Tuesday. The line opened up. We said it didn't make sense. Buffalo was plus two and a half at the time against Miami of Ohio, who just lost seventy to five. <laughs> against Ohio State. They actually scored five. Uh, Buffalo is now minus one, minus two, depending on where you look. I am going to take Buffalo. I'm going to ride the wave. They just beat Temple by 16. Miami of Ohio probably had a bunch of people get hurt in the game they just played in. Buffalo beat them by nine last year. It is at Miami of Ohio, but Miami of Ohio has been just horrendous. Lost to Iowa by 24. Lost to Cincinnati by 22. Lost to Ohio State by 65. One win against Tennessee Tech. You can give me the Buffalo Bisons. Is that right? They're the Bisons? I think so. Cool. We're down for them to be the Bisons. You can give me the Buffalo Bisons minus two, even if it is a trap. Are they the I will Bulls? take it. They might be the Bulls. Buffalo Bulls. Yeah. Buffalo Bulls, right? Are you sure. It's super close to Buffalo Bills. They should be the Buffalo Buffaloes. Like yeah, they should definitely be the Buffaloes. That would be awesome if they were the Buffalo Buffaloes. That would make a lot of sense, too. But yeah. I'm pretty sure they're the Bulls. Simplify stuff. All right, well, they're either the Bisons, the Bulls, or the Buffaloes. The Bulls. They, have a tough, they have a tough logo. That's all that really matters. Yeah, either way, we're taking them. Cleo Mack went there. People forget. We're taking them against the Red Hawks. I did forget about that. <laughs> I like that. I like that one. Thank you. Okay, well, we're down for that one. Uh, Dylan, number three. Going back to Saturday at 1.30 in the morning, uh, Washington State just – Gives up 60-some-odd points to UCLA. It was wild. But they do put up 60. Um, There's a lot of holes in that defense. It's not very good. Quarterback's good, though. Their quarterback and their offense is really good. They will be taking on Utah, who I believe is a fraud. They are five-and-a-half-point dogs. I think that Washington State bounces back. I think they're going to be able to move the ball. I think they're going to be able to put up points. Utah is a little bit of a slower offense. They don't throw the ball much. They rely on the run. I could see Washington State bouncing back and winning this game outright. But, yeah, I, I like I like Washington State plus 5.5 against Utah. I have Washington State as my best shot at an upset. They yep. beat Utah last year. I think that what they did last week was really embarrassing for their defense, but their offense has to be feeling as good as an offense could ever feel. I always feel like I'm watching Utah in games where they can't score, like where they have 14 and 17 points. I love Washington State to bounce back here. Sense of urgency has to be at an all-time high for Washington State. That's my best shot at an outright upset, so not necessarily a pick, but love where your head's at. Austin, what's your third pick? So last week I bet on some really bad teams. The noon games, I had Tennessee and Northwestern. I was just so miserable the whole time. What are you doing betting on Tennessee? Man, I don't know. They had five people quit this week. Yeah, uh, they should all quit. <laughs> but I'm, Well, that's not nice. Shouldn't encourage people to quit. I'm betting on a bad team again. Oregon State plus four against Stanford at home. 
Oregon State's horrible. I mean, but their offense isn't the problem. They put up points. They're averaging over 36 points a game. I want no part of that Oregon game. You're State? such a goofball. Just for, give me a chance. All right, whatever. When they cover, I'll be shooting you a text. I do get it, though, because, like, Stanford is Oregon State always great. plays tough. Not always, but they play tough at home a lot. Last time Stanford came there, Oregon State finished the season 1-11, and but they only lost to a ranked Stanford team by one point. That was only two years ago. I'm, I've been fading the Stanford team all year after the Northwestern game because I hate both those teams. And it's worked out. It worked out last week when I said Stanford doesn't have the offense to keep up with Oregon. And I don't think they have the I don't even think they have offense to keep up with Oregon State, as bad as that sounds. The only it, thing that scares me bad. with that Oregon is State they plus did four, they did slow up the they did slow Oregon down a bit, which is pretty tough to do. I mean Auburn couldn't really even do it. But yeah, man, Corvallis, it's magic up there. I swear. It's it's happening this weekend. Uh, unless I'm hanging out with you, I'm not watching. Kind of like Oregon State money line. <laughs> as long as they cover the four, we're good. You want to talk about taking some bad teams? Listen to this pick. <laughs> so, twelve o'clock. You got a sweet game on SEC Network. I was tuned in. I watched every down of Vanderbilt football against LSU this past weekend, and you know they were just playing a, a team of super beings in the LSU Tigers. They still found a way to score thirty-eight. Vanderbilt is zero and three have yet to win a football game this year in Northern Illinois. Vandy. He's come strolling into Nashville this weekend. Northern Illinois is 1-2. and two. They're terrible. Nebraska beat them 44-8. to eight. Utah beat them 35-17. I think Vanderbilt gets their first win of the year. I'm going to bump that down from 6.5 to minus .5. And then I also want Notre Dame in the teaser at home against Virginia. Really impressed with how Notre Dame played last week. I think they're going to be very relieved to not be playing the Georgia Bulldogs and to be playing at home against the Virginia Cavaliers. So I like that one. What do y'all think? Vandy has probably played the toughest three games in the entire country. They went at Purdue before their quarterback got hurt, and then they played Georgia and LSU. I mean, what, well, yeah, what, what are they to supposed do? to do? They have to be one to win. I'm telling you, they never gave up. They never stopped trying. I had LSU minus 23. I never felt was, very good about it. Yeah, that was it. close yeah. the whole second half. They were driving down 28 at the end of the game, and that's what's sweet about sports gambling. You can still be locked into a TV when it's 66 to 38. I don't know how people watch sports and like don't gamble on it you know, what I'm saying? you know it's okay people are allowed to watch sports not game on <laughs> I mean, they're allowed i just couldn't be me <laughs> another game that I, I was looking at but i don't know if i i don't know if i would actually suggest doing it but it might be might be fun it's eight o'clock fresno state plays new mexico state new mexico state is this like necessary to use time on yeah yeah it is so new mexico state is giving up 51 and a half points a game isn't that the team that fought and covered against bama it is the team that fought and covered against Bama. They also were in a game <laughs> last week. It was like 60 to like 58. I mean, <laughs> they almost beat Fresno em. minus 18. They got a good quarterback, Austin. They covered against Jorge, USC. Jorge, right? Yeah. Yeah. All I right, mean, so you maybe. guys like Fresno State minus 18. I'm not 18. in on that. Right. Don't, don't put me in good on that. Lord. I mean, I can't believe we just used a minute on Fresno State <laughs> minus 18 against New Mexico yeah, State. I like them. I, like I have em. one more college pick. Wake Forest minus 6.5. Tease them down to minus 0.5 against Boston College. I think Boston College is terrible. If Boston College wins that game against Wake Forest at Wake Forest, Louisville's in trouble. We're so in I trouble. Really don't want that. Wake Forest looking to go five and zero, very quietly, and then give me UK plus nine against okay. South Carolina. Yeah. Okay. So I'll, I'll take the extra points. Uh, do you guys have anything you want to get out on uh, team with best shot and now right upset? I already gave my Washington State. Well, I already talked about Maryland. I yeah. think that has a shot. And then Washington State as well. Those are the only two that I really think has a chance. Yeah, I got uh, Maryland over Penn State, best chance. Shootout, over. We'll see. Let's get to the NFL. Uh, what stands out to you all about week four? 
like I said earlier before we started, this could be one of like the least exciting NFL weeks that we we're gonna have. Oh, they're all exciting, but like there there's not any like great teams going up against each other. There's a couple, but we have like the cool thing is we have some bad teams playing each other. Saints like, we Cowboys. Got, we got yeah, but like I'm gonna I. I don't know. I don't know. It's a because, great game. Because Breeze is out. Like, if Breeze was playing, like, it would be nuts. But it's even better because he's not playing. It is, it's probably going to be a lot better because he isn't playing, to be honest. But we have some bad teams playing, which could be nice. We got the Skins and the Giants. That looks like a high-scoring game. We got the Broncos and the Jags. That's going to be a close game. And then Monday night, what else can you ask for? You got the Bengals and you got the Steelers. Ofer, one of the best rivalries in the NFL. They are throwing punches every time they play. Yeah, there's a wild card baseball game that night, playoff baseball. Unfortunately, my Cubs will not be participating, but I tell you what, I'll be locked in watching that, not the Bengals and the Steelers. I'm tuned in. I want to the that Bengals Steelers. I want that Bengals Steelers game to end in a tie so bad, so neither team walks away with a win <laughs> yet on the year. It's a wild call. I don't think draw. it's gonna happen. I said I want it to happen. Yeah, but we might Shay have just, some close games in the fourth quarter. I think there's gonna be a lot of close games some, this week. Some bad teams. Me and Shay just gentlemen's drew on the Super Bowl performer. Yeah, I saw that. That was tough. It's Shakira. Can't believe neither one of y'all predicted out of the hundreds of artists out there. And neither Pitbull one of y'all could right. make a surprise appearance. I'm still. It doesn't still count though. Counting, Shakira right. has the the Super Bowl. Her and J Lo. I mean, when is it's it's had to been a decade since one <laughs> yeah. of them released a song. <laughs> Hips Don't Lie, though, was kind of It was anger. good, yeah. yeah. And uh, Give It Up To Me featuring Lil Wayne, also Shreds, and then J-Lo. You know I mean? You could go on and on. Jenny from the block, Get Right. Yeah. Okay. Back to what we were talking about. <laughs> Austin, what stands out to you uh, about week four? <laughs> a lot of what Dylan said about there not being a ton of great games, but uh, I think this is the week that a few teams kind of get exposed or people start to realize what teams are. Uh, the Chiefs and Lions and the Patriots Bills battle of two or four undefeated teams, I guess. Both are battle of undefeated teams. I think everyone at this table agrees that the Chiefs and the Pats kind of win pretty easily. Yeah, I think we all have that one. Yeah. Uh, I just, I don't know. I think it's that time of the year where we start to see who teams really are. And, uh, yeah, a lot of close games. Broncos are favored. That's pretty nuts. Yeah, Broncos minus three. We're zero and three. We're favored <laughs> against Minshew. This might be the last time we're favored all year. One, no part of that. <laughs> I, I'm I'm really looking forward to Dak and Teddy on Sunday night. I mean, it's just really fun. I think the Cowboys have looked great, but they played three really bad teams. The Saints could have looked a lot better last week, but Kamara is at the peak of his powers. I think this is a really good game. I don't know what to like here. The Cowboys are minus three. That feels wrong. I feel like the Saints should be minus one in terms of the line, regardless of how the game goes. Over under 47, I mean, I could see that being low scoring. Both teams have really good defenses. I could see it being high scoring. It's in the Superdome. The Saints could figure out how to click. They have so much talent, and the Cowboys' offense hasn't stopped. I think that's an awesome Sunday night football game. Primetime is improving a little bit, especially with this Thursday night game, which is already going to have happened when this is released. But Eagles-Packers is really solid, too. Not the worst thing in the world, because we enjoy 1 o'clock football at Roosters no matter who's on. Right. And, and now, at least when we're at home with our families or our friends, we can enjoy the primetime games, which hasn't been the case the last couple weeks. So, I'm down for Saints-Cowboys. Yeah, I'm down for it, too. And I, I want the Saints to win that game so bad. I just don't... I'm starting to get nervous, man, that the Cowboys might actually be really good, even though they've played some really bad teams. They, they have played the easiest schedule in the NFL so far, but they have looked very impressive. I, I think they're really good, and I think that the Eagles are not that good, but we will see. The Eagles are pretty hurt, though, so that's something else that, I mean, I know Rick kind of kind of touched on it, but, I mean, they've got to get that secondary right Yeah, they just quick. Uh, they were down a lot. 
to the Redskins. 17-0. Which what is a, tough. I was it, in Mogo's ear. Yeah, what a powerful comeback that was. Mogo didn't, didn't say a word. It was just like 45 minutes. We were down 17-0. Yeah, so it's nice to hear him talk. He sat there at Super Table. Shook. You couldn't believe it. So, yeah, I forgot we had the Super Table there. We're the <laughs> Super Friends. The Parlay Pals. Which team do y'all think shows itself this weekend? Austin, that's a great point. You know, there, there's a lot of possible frauds out there. I'm going to go first. Okay, go ahead. Here it's it comes. a freaking lion. <laughs> it's the Lions. The Lions are the worst 2 0 and 1 team in NFL history. You know, they beat the Chargers. Big deal. On, no, on some bullshit, <laughs> though. Our punter missed three field goals, and we got two touchdowns called back on exactly, horrible Dylan. penalties. My thoughts exactly. <laughs> Thank y'all, you. If y'all would have scored more than 10, you all would have won that game <laughs> straight up. Eagles, uh, you know, I don't even have to elaborate. They beat the Eagles. This week, Mahomes is in town. The new age Steph Curry of football comes into Detroit. He's going to go nuts. Oh, uh, man, it's uh, going to be brutal. They're minus six. That's my pick of the week is Pat's Chiefs teaser, and I feel like that should be everyone's pick of the everyone, week. Yeah, everyone should It's a situation that. where, like, if you lose that, if the Bills straight up beat the Patriots or the Lions straight up beat the Chiefs, no matter where the game's at, just hand them your money. Yeah, like, tip you, cap. You, you, you tip the cap. Like, you did the best you could. You did your <laughs> you research. Did the best you, could. you lost. It's okay, but I, I don't see it losing. I think the Lions are frauds. Who do you all have? You know, you said the Cowboys have played the worst schedule. I do not believe that is the case. Okay. I think the Bills have played the worst <laughs> it's schedule. Right there. It's right they there. They have beaten the Jets, yeah, but the, Cowboys, the Giants, and the Bengals, which kind of slept Cowboys on. Cowboys played the Dolphins, though. Kind of slept on, though. Too. That guy from the Bills, they intercepted that ball. He ran out of the back of the end zone. He gave himself up. I guess, but I don't know. They still, still would have won. There was um, like 10 seconds left. Red Rifles kind of so no, got a cannon No this one year. touched him down. He got up and celebrated and ran through the back of the end zone. It should have been a safety, people were saying. So huh. I've heard. But he apparently gave himself up. So, But it doesn't matter. I think they, um, they're they going to get a huge wake-up call this weekend with um, the Pats. I, I hate the Pats, but, I mean, they are going to win the game easily. Yeah, they like didn't you said. cover last week. I, I really feel like they'll probably cover this week. Such a fluke. I mean, what Crime the, against humanity what the they didn't cover last week. Yeah. Stidham, what are you doing, man? Stidham. Comes that in guy off one throw. <laughs> Seriously, I'm so pissed off about that. But, yeah, so. I think the Bills are going to come back down to earth. I think that they are – not a 3-0 and football team. Who do you have, Austin, Lions or Bills? Well, I'm going to go a different route because I knew both of you all were going to go Lions, Bills, and I knew that I was going to be the third one going. So uh, a little different. I think one way or the other it's going to be the Cowboys here. I'm not, I'm not saying they're frauds by any means, but I think we really say, okay, this team is really good, or okay, they didn't play anybody. Let's calm down a little bit on the Cowboys. Okay. I don't – Regardless of the outcome, I'm not going to think the Cowboys are frauds or they're not a good team. We but. definitely will learn a lot, and we'll learn a lot about the Saints and how these next few weeks are going to go without Breeze. If Teddy can really win this game, and you're looking at, wow, he just won at Seattle and Dallas at home, regardless of how lucrative his stats are, you're like, okay. Yeah, and if, I mean, even though Teddy's out there and he's obviously not Breeze, going into the Superdome in prime time is never going to be easy. For sure. And if the Cowboys go in there and win that game, I mean, it's time to start taking them seriously. Absolutely, and they'll be 4-0. and They still get to play. Especially the, if, the, if the Eagles lose to the Packers tonight. I mean, that division, I'm not going to say it's over. It's only four weeks, but it's going to be tough. It's it over. Great. And the, the Cowboys still have one more game against the Redskins and the Giants, so you can kind of pencil those in. But I Dan, give Danny out, Jones is going to be out there this time. Yeah, though. not scared. Uh, I do really <laughs> like Daniel Jones. I think he's great, but I do think that's the sucker line of the week. I saved mine for the NFL. The Redskins just had the nation's eyes on them and played an absolutely terrible football game on Monday night against the Bears. I just don't think that the Giants or Redskins, either of them are very good. And the Giants being minus three at home against anybody without Saquon Barkley, I don't know. I don't really have a pick for the game, but I just think that the Redskins, its a, they have to win that game, right? They have to come out and play as hard as they can, or their coach is getting fired. So. You can't even put 
Saquon Barkley and Wayne Gallman like in the same like sentence. So like they're gonna have to change that entire offense yeah. up. And Daniel Jones did look really good this past week, but like I'm one of the people. Everybody's getting really carried away about it. It just feels like a game they're daring you to take it. It's minus three Giants at home. It seems like too easy to just throw in everything you do and. I just think it's a sucker line. Let's I think me. it's the probably the one game on the whole NFL schedule that I don't even want to like look at. Like, no way I'm betting that game one you way or the other. See what Daniel Jones. I'm gonna watch did? it, but yeah. I don't want to. I, like, I don't want no action on that game. Yeah. What's the what? Does anybody know what the total is off the top of their head? That could be something. Probably I mean, somewhere in the 40s, low 40s. I would what, say. what did they win? Like 35 to 33 last week against the Bucks. The Giants did 32, something 31. like that. I mean, 32, 31. That could be a play. But yeah, that was yeah. awesome when that dude missed that field goal, man. Best moment of my life. Yeah. Nice. Nice life. Yeah. <laughs> a Matt game is Phil goes the best moment of your life. Yeah, it, it, uh, it really was. The total's 48 and a half on Ooh, that. God, it's high. Plus, you don't even know if Keenum's going to play. Keenum also just turned the ball over five times, so do you? Do they even want him to play at this yeah. point? He, he, he was a full participant in practice today. I've never so seen Twitter we'll see. call for a player more as they called for Dwayne Haskins on Monday night. Yeah. I'd like to see him out there just because of the um, the NFL draft when the Giants picked Daniel Jones and he laughed and kind of shook his head. See, I don't even think they'll put him out there because of that. I think it's just I would love a too to tough way there. to start their career. If he comes out and he plays really bad, he's going to get trolled like nobody yeah. has ever been trolled. But if he wins, then that video is going to blow up again. It's it's true. Yeah, I, I want to see it. Brings I want to see Haskins out there just for that personal NFL draft video moment. Okay, I'm down Revenge for that. game. Let's get to the picks. Three each. Maybe more. However y'all are feeling. Awesome. Right. Start us off. Pat's minus seven. I guess I'll get that one out of the way <laughs> first. I, I hate to do it, but I think the Bills are two or three years away and a couple playmakers away from being a legitimate threat. And uh, it's just hard to go against Brady, and we've seen this movie a hundred times. Yeah, I have the Pat's Chiefs teaser. I'm not going to elaborate. I've elaborated on it a ton. They play the Lions and Bills this week. Dylan, what's your first pick? Um, well, the Chiefs, minus <laughs> six and a half. But I won't do that. I'm going to do my own teaser are you sure you don't want to just do it do you need an nfl win on this podcast i know well i've been going bold and it hasn't worked <laughs> yeah so um, maybe you just take the chiefs minus six <laughs> so no no here's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna do a teaser here i'm gonna take the jags plus nine oh, God. against denver i think it's gonna be a low scoring game i don't think the jags will win the game but i think it will be close wow, we're win. and then the other team i'm gonna go with the ravens plus a half a point at home against the browns the browns thing is just not working out right now. Their offensive line is terrible. Baker Mayfield is running for his life back there. Play calling is not looking great. And the Ravens are going to come in pretty hungry after they lost to the Chiefs, I think. So I think that's a, I think that's a decent play right there. Okay, I like it. I For my second one, I actually had the Ravens in a teaser as well. Did you see the stat where Lamar Jackson could throw eight straight interceptions to start the game on Sunday and still have a better quarterback rating than Baker Mayfield? Yeah, that's That's tough. insane. And I don't really know how that's true or if that's a made-up stat or not. You know, there's no way Baker's throwing like eight picks, right? But I guess well, the guy with a check sent it out. So you got to think it's you – know Oh, it's I forgot. You got to think it's facts. It verified. It's, it's verified, literally. So I like the Ravens to win that game for sure. I, I do think it's a scarier game than the Pats or Chiefs because the Browns, I think they are so much better than what they've shown so far and that they will eventually look better. Don't know if it's this week, though. I was still impressed with the Ravens and what they did last week in a loss. But I'm going to pair the Ravens with Kyle Allen and the Panthers plus 10.5 at Houston. Was impressed with what they did on the road. The Texans are obviously way better than the Cardinals, but I, I just think the Texans are still a little vulnerable. I know they were really close to being 3-0 and right now after that Saints bomb of a field goal to kill me on Monday Night Football. But 
I like the Panthers to keep this game close. I think they've just figured things out a little more. And now that they have a real quarterback out there, their offense just looks way more productive. And I think Christian McCaffrey will continue to be better. So give me the Ravens-Panthers teaser. The the Texans, like, their run game is literally non-existent. Yeah, they don't even try to run the ball. Like, it is crazy. You it seems can, easy to plan for. Yeah, I mean, they've got to get a running back. I mean, I know Lamar Miller got hurt, but even when he was out there, like, they really didn't have a run game at all. So you can just sit back and try to spy on Deshaun Watson. I mean, good luck covering all those receivers they have, but they've got to get a run game if they want to go anywhere, which looks like they're not even going to try to do because they are starting Carlos Hyde. All right, Austin, what do you like? Uh, So I'm kind of not really fading you guys because you teased it, but I like the Browns plus seven here. Uh, Everybody's out on them. Everybody's high on the Ravens. This is a bounce-back league. This is a against-the-narrative type league. Every time somebody's down on a team, they come out and play good. I just think these AFC North games are always close. They're always physical. I think Freddie Kitchens knows how bad he was in that second half of that Rams game, and he's probably looking for redemption out here and not calling draws on fourth and nine. Uh, Denzel Ward and Greedy Williams should be back. I just like a desperate Browns team to keep it within a touchdown in Baltimore. Okay, I got you. I can see that. I think if you look at that game before the year starts, you're thinking Browns plus three and a half, plus four, and what you've seen from the teams reflects the line that you see. I think it's pretty accurate, but I can see the Browns hanging around there. They sure need to, man. They have to do something. Even if they don't win, they need to get back on pace of a high-powered offense they were supposed to be this weekend. Yeah, sense of urgency has to be high. Let's go toe-to-toe real quick because my third pick is Vikings plus two and a half. My third pick is Bears minus two and a half. Let's go. Why do you like the Bears? Um, I'm not sold on the Bears' offense by any means. Yeah, They looked a little better against a horrible Redskins team, but I am sold on their defense, and – if there's one thing I know in this life, it's that Kirk Cousins is not going to win a big game, especially on the road in Chicago. Okay, well, I'm not sold on the Bears' offense at all. Neither I think I. Trubisky <laughs> has been horrendous, and I think the Vikings' defense is really good, and I don't think you're going to see Trubisky win a big game against the Vikings' defense. I mean, somebody, Vikings somebody has to win this game, and it's probably going to be it's whatever quarterback. We have the exact same reasoning for opposite yeah, sides. Two That's just horrible Going to be whichever quarterback doesn't up the most I'm so, on the Vikings so language first of all and I wanted, um, to, get, I wanted to get a bleep it's fine um, <laughs> congrats on the bleep you said the total is 38 38 maybe under yeah the 38 though that's Here's a terrible the thing, way to though, watch a football the game. thing that worries me with the Bears is they can't run the football either so like their offense is just so stagnant they won't get David Montgomery involved in any unique ways besides turning around and handing it off to him up the middle that's it. They are so reliant on Tariq Cohen doing cool stuff out of the backfield, and it's not really working. I think and that they Alan just, Robinson and Taylor Gabriel are having good years yeah, too. Yeah. Somehow with that quarterback, and Dalvin Cook's kind of doing his thing. Yeah, obviously number one um, running back right now. Yeah, number, yeah, he's one. number one. I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm. I don't like any part of that game. Well, at all. we do. We're I going toe to toe. So I'm obviously not doing great. In the NFL, with yeah. Picks. So let's so. turn it around. Turn it around right now. So when you're backed into a corner, you always go to what you know best, and that's the Chargers. Chargers, Dolphins under 44 points. Don't think the Dolphins can score on the Chargers. The Texans couldn't even really score on the Chargers, and that's a pretty solid offense. I just I don't see the Chargers putting up more than about like 30. Yeah. Here. Um, I mean, it could be close if the Dolphins start like turning it over and whatnot, but Josh Rosen kind of takes care of the ball a little better than Fitz. He doesn't yeah. really take very many risks, which is good. So I think that's a solid play. I, I do like that one, for sure. I, I think that this line, Chargers minus 16.5, 
is a little too high. I think it should be like 14, but yeah, I do I think it probably falls right around it. Like I don't love either side. I don't want to get the bunch of points and bet the Dolphins, but I don't want to lay 16 with the freaking Chargers there's going no, east at one o'clock. There's no we way you never. Can, we never blow teams out except last year we did blow out the Browns, but outside of that, we don't blow teams out ever. That's just a that's a game that I want no part of, but I will enjoy watching it because with every waking moment, I just think about my best childhood friend losing his pinky, and it becomes more real every yeah, we, single week. We really need this Dolphins to get to like an zero and ten, zero and eleven, like it's gonna, where, it's where it starts get real getting crunch. real. Yeah, it's it's gonna turn up. But they like like me and Pat talked about on Tuesday, they still have to play the Jets twice. Yeah, those are gonna be. War- I mean. Like y'all said, that's probably going to decide. And that's weird. That's like the NBA down the stretch thing where you have like the Hawks playing like the Suns, and it's like, oh, Hawks minus two and a half. What am I? What am I picking tonight? I don't know. But whoever loses is going to have a way better shot at the number one pick. So it's like whoever loses wins. But with the Jets, I mean, they're going to have by far, in a way, the best player on the field. You know. Does he really With care, though? I've seen he's liking tweets and everything and uh, that really motivate you and make you feel like they're going to win, and then you remember Luke Falk's their quarterback. And, yeah, they, they desperately need a Darnold. So Darnold still out indefinitely with Mono. I don't know. They, they're just gonna, they need to just shut him down for the year because he's yeah. not going to come back for like four or five weeks. They're going to be probably 0-7, 0-8. Bye week this week, though. They needed it. Yeah, get Darnold yeah, yeah, healthy from the Mono. That was an all-time graphic on the Monday Night Football game. Darnold out indefinitely, mononucleosis. And then that, <laughs> and then that uh, the girl said, like, he could rupture his spleen and die. Yeah, like, if he gets hit wrong and his spleen ruptures, he will die on the field. <laughs> oh, my God, he probably shouldn't play, honestly, then. <laughs> I got everybody's picks down so we can uh, so I can keep the, the graph going. So, do you all have any more picks? Anything you want to get off your chest? As far as picks? Yeah. No. Nah, okay. Good. I have one more. I want to take a little double-digit teaser. I want the Bucks plus sixteen and a half against the Rams. Bucks, man, really blew it last week. Should have beat the Giants for sure if they would have made that field goal. Was very happy that they didn't. But the Rams, I think that they're a really good team. I think top five team is reasonable at this point, but just haven't impressed me enough to where I think they're going to beat a team that rolls Mike Evans out there every single offensive possession by seventeen. So I'll take the Bucks plus sixteen and a half. And then I, that Monday night football game, we want no part of it. But give me the Bengals plus ten and a half. I guess, you know, it, it, the Steelers got to beat somebody by double digits. That's an NFL team. They'll take it. So give me some double digit teaser underdog action. You think Bucks, you think James Bengals. Connor could actually like do something on Monday night? Can't call it. Probably not. I mean, the Forty ers ran for a thousand yards on the Bengals. The Forty ers tried so hard to lose that game, and the Steelers wouldn't let them. They're like, no, we're losing. <laughs> that this game. was crazy. Yeah, it uh, incredible football game to watch. Yeah. Is oh, there anything y'all like to talk to me about? I got a couple things, okay. actually. All right. So, big news for the Los Angeles Chargers, right? Yeah. What's Melvin that? Gordon back Melvin in the Gordon's house. Melvin Gordon's back, right? yes. Yeah. Yes. So, um, you know, maybe he fixes all of our problems. We now have the best uh, best running back room in the NFL, maybe. Uh, most depth, I think it's reasonable. And you do have the number one wide receiver in football right now. Yeah, I cannot believe what he's doing. Oh, my God. He's so fun to watch. I like mean, a basketball player out there. Yeah, his routes are just so incredible. And there's a guy that like will maybe tweet out like five of his routes every game and just be like, look at how great this route is. And he does like a little stutter step and just leaves the guy behind. Yeah. Only thing is, usually he doesn't have enough time to get through his route because our offensive line sucks so bad. Um, but that's fine. But yeah, Melvin Gordon's back. Um, if he was playing this Really week, effective holdout. Yeah, he did literally nothing. like $2 million. Yeah, that's pretty smart. (laughs) Yeah, but here's the thing. He always misses games from injury. Now he's well-rested. Now he's ready to go. Okay. Right? 
right? Maybe. All right. But if he was playing this week, how many points fantasy-wise is he scoring against the Dolphins? I mean, you have to think he's getting in the end zone at least once, and then... I'd say 34. 34 fantasy points. All right, whatever. Austin, do you have anything you want to talk to me about? Uh, not really. I just had a question about these helmets in your room. Uh, yeah, so I don't really... I can't really explain the helmets to you. I hope you're not talking about the small ones, because i got a bunch of them. But I have two <laughs> life-size game... Why do you have a Bucks helmet? ...issued helmets. And they're Louisville, which is really sharp, makes a ton of sense, and then the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And... Austin, I don't know why I have that. <laughs> I can't remember why. Uh, I was just wondering what you use them for. Uh, they're just for when show. When you strap them on. They're just memorabilia. I usually don't put them on much uh, unless it like it has to be done. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I really can't tell you why we got the Bucks and the cards going toe-to-toe in here. But, I mean, two incredible football teams. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think I liked Allstad a lot as a kid. Yeah, that's the story on the helmets. Dylan, you got anything else? I had something else, but Austin just completely derailed me. Antonio what? Brown and uh, Eric Weddle. That's what it was. Little yeah, Weedle. He yeah. called him Little Weedle. So Eric Weddle is my guy for the Rams now, and Antonio Brown is uh, just not a good person, seemingly. And just Yeah, seemingly. but he called Eric Weddle Weedle. Little on, Weedle. <laughs> and I don't know if that was on accident or not, but Weedle is one of the worst Pokemon <laughs> out there. And I just thought that was really funny. Uh, I, I'm going to give the edge to Antonio Brown. Although Eric Weddle, he said, you know, Eric Weddle, you can't cover me. And Eric Weddle said, I don't have to. You're not on a team, which yeah. is also a good response. I'm going to give him a draw. But Antonio Brown called him a jabroni, which is hilarious. <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> so earlier before the NFL season started, I had some harsh words for Eric Weddle. You know, he used to be a charger and love the guy. Gave it his all. Always gives it all, his all out win, on the field. Man. Give him a yeah, break. 100%. 100%. And I was like, you know what? I don't like him anymore. Not a fan. Love him. Back Love him today. now. I cannot stand Antonio Brown. What he is doing is the most ridiculous thing I've just ever seen in on my his entire education, life. Dude. Yeah, dude. He's back in school. How are you hating on him? He's an idiot. Yeah, he's not a smart guy. I mean, I, Eric Weddle, I mean, the Rams are just so likable. I mean, these guys are so just great in the community and. It seems like such fun guys to hang around from following them all on Instagram. What a great team. Hard to see them not winning the Super Bowl, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, it would be nice if Robert Woods would be involved on that team. Well, you know, when you got the archer, Brandon Cooks, and you got Cooper Cup, who would have it completely swung the history of Super Bowls forever if he would have been healthy last year. It's just going to take a little bit to get going, but I'm guaranteeing you that you're proud of Robert Woods when it's all said and done. Do you think – what do you think about Gurley right now? Uh, it's concerning. Kendrick asked me this at the end of yesterday's show, and I just I think that he's enough. Sean McVay did come out and say they're going to try to get him to 25 carries a game and boast his workload, so I, I think that's only a good thing yeah. to, to see what you have in him. But I like Malcolm Brown. We haven't seen anything out of the rook from Memphis, but I like Gurley, and I like the Rams, and I think that everything is just fine. I'm not worried. He definitely doesn't look like the same guy as last year, but I don't think he has to. I think no, that everybody else is going to get better. They have all the pieces in place, and the defense is fantastic. They showed it on Sunday Night Football. Unbelievable yeah. performance from them. Yeah, I agree, man. I agree. Also, you know, big night for us tomorrow. Well, I guess it will be tonight when this is released. Yeah, so Louisville Live, 7-9 uh, and nine on 4th Street. We'll be down there probably around 5-15, having a good time. Probably stay till 12 or so, well yeah. after it's over. Um, yeah, hoping to see our guys look athletic and big and make me feel as good as I can feel after something like Louisville Live. So we were talking in the office. They did the three-point uh, yeah. shootout. We got McMahon, Enoch, Enoch, Wara, and Williamson. Yeah. 
Who you think's gonna win? Don't no, don't take the easy way out. Nawara won it last year, and I know it's not gonna be Enoch, but you already know who I think is gonna win. It's it's that boy, McMahon. Ryan McMahon. I don't know, man. I don't think he can actually shoot from the three point line. I think he's like so he's he's already located downtown, which is where we'll be, and that's where he shoots from. So I think that that's huge yeah. in being at home in that sense. Okay, you care if I leave, Will? Uh, yeah, Austin, you can get out of here. Dylan, you got anything else? <laughs> no, man, that's it. I was, right. Sorry, I brought a lot to the table. No, I, I'm happy. I sent that to you on the topic sheet so you take some time for it. All Austin did was ask me questions about my helmets. <laughs> All right, TTYL.